What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. This podcast segment is brought to you by Ease, E-A-Z-E dot com and EaseWellness.com, promo code HAM. Also, guy, you want to get your gamble on mybookie.ag, promo code HAM and the number one, promo code HAM1. Get in our DraftKings game for the NFL weekend, $10 buy-in. Go to DraftKings, download the DraftKings app, download the DraftKings app right now and use the promo code HAM. And GetRoman.com slash HAM, ED Medicine, GetRoman.com slash HAM. Now to the segment. I, I just look at the Niners weekend like this. Their odds get tougher. I saw Peter King put out his, his playoff teams in the NFC East and NFC West. Here's what I know about the Niners from the weekend. Jarek McKinnon, not that I was counting on him, done. Uh, Jadavian Clowney, now in the division. Um, that makes life harder, not easier. I don't feel, as we sit here Monday, September 2nd, I do not. When I see Peter King and I see his six teams and I see the Niners are one of the playoff teams, I go, does not feel right to me. No, I, and you and I probably in the summer and definitely in the spring, we're like, this is the year they can be a playoff team. I do not feel confident right now. I, I would not expect them to be in the playoffs at all. Uh, now, I'm I'm not going to change my tune like Kyle and John are getting crushed for it. If we have a 7-9 and nine season, it's fucking on like Donkey Kong around here because that's not acceptable after you've had three years. It's just not. You've had three years to build this guy, boy. You have your quarterback, and – for us to be as, as the least amount of confident, I don't know if I could be any less confident for a team that does have a bunch of now kind of premium players. They've had some premium draft picks. They have a quarterback who's healthy. They have a coach who's pretty dynamic as a play caller. And I, I don't even feel confident they're going to win this weekend against a team. I think Tampa sucks. Their offensive line stinks. Their quarterback is a major wild card. Now their coach is good. But I would imagine if you and me and we got Bruce and we just had we poured him a stiff whiskey drink, he would destroy the team. Just how soft they are, how much work Jameis needs, how far away they are, probably how much more equipped when he showed up to Arizona, and partly because he got Carson. Like this, he's like, God, Jameis is a big time work in progress for a guy that's been in the league five years. Like this, this would be a bad loss. Like we got two Bay Area games this week, and they're both pickems. Raiders losing to Denver, to me, is not a bad loss, probably, because I think Denver might be decent. Losing at Tampa, 
just because I think the team stinks. And I get week one's weird. And I, I also think a, another curveball with week one's, when you get these West Coast teams, like the Rams and the Niners are playing Carolina and Tampa. It's so humid and hot out On there. On the road. On the road, it's just – it's tough, and we remember the Raiders had that stat forever playing the East Coast time zone. They hadn't won a game in like ten years. That was like when me and you were doing radio. Like it's just if you're not just a playoff team, those games you're at a massive disadvantage. And the Niners right now are not a playoff team, despite how many people want to pick them to go to the playoffs. I mean, last year everyone picked them to go to the playoffs. They won four games. Now the quarterback towards ACL, but like, do you feel good about this week in Tampa? I'm sure we'll get a little deeper into this game, but, like, when you start looking at DraftKings, every time I see a the buck, I'm like, huh? Kind of like O.J. Howard. Who's covering <laughs> right. O.J.? Right? right? It's just, I, I feel more confident there than I do, like, the Denver Broncos. Now, partly because I think the Broncos' offense stinks. But I'm like, God, Jameis, I bet he could throw some touchdowns. God, I think Mike Evans. Now, Mike's been hurt. Uh, I think he's, he's back in practice. Injury. But yeah, I mean, he's going to play, obviously. I just, is he 100%? Maybe he is. Maybe Aaron's been holding him out. Like, if I told you O.J. Howard had seven catches for 80 yards and two touchdowns, doesn't that – you could see that, right? Are you are you hinting at a DraftKings player? Is that what you're saying right there? Yeah, but I but I also think – whenever I do that, that guy ends up with, like, negative three catches. <laughs> so, it's like they don't even target him. Yeah, I mean, I um, – This is a big – but I, I at the end of the day, guy, when your first two games are Tampa and Cincinnati and then your schedule goes from, like, teams like Pittsburgh and Cleveland – if the Niners are going to make the playoffs, do you agree with this statement? They win this game. When you just look at how hard their schedule is now, how hard their division is, uh, like this is a game that you probably got to win. Yeah, I, especially will, when I tell you, more than likely Tampa's probably a five or six win team. Yeah, well that's that's now if Tampa's a playoff team, then the loss wouldn't look as bad. But I think it's fair to say Tampa probably is going to be well under five hundred at the end of the day, even though we love the coach. Bar- Barrows unrelated. Barrows had tweeted that the Niners were looking, trying to get a mid round pick. For either C.J. Beathard or Nick Mullins, um, I, I had an argument. That didn't, that not didn't an, happen. Not, a, a healthy discussion with someone with the Niners because I've been crushing them and I wrote about it, talked about it. Like you know, the one thing I'll disagree with you on is that the reason we kept three quarterbacks is because they have value. And I said, well, that's I think where we disagree. Because I understand keeping three quarterbacks. Like, if the Patriots just would have kept Hoyer. It's like, well, yeah, they just drafted this guy in the third or fourth round. Maybe it was the fifth round. Whatever. He's not ready, so they need a backup plan. They're in playoff mode. I get it. I I, I don't think they have any value. Who in their fucking right mind is trading a mid-round pick for C.J. Beathard? You draft him <laughs> in the third round. He can't beat out an undrafted free agent. And here's the other thing. I know you don't want to trade Nick Mullins. So... It's really C.J. Beathard. No, to me, guy, is anyone trading a seventh rounder for Nick Mullins? And then you get yesterday when the curveball comes in, Hoyer's cut. You're like, God, you thought you had any sliver of value for C.J. Beathard. You can kick that right down the curb, right? Yeah, it might have been they were calling the Colts. I, uh, you know, it, and this is, and you would know better than me, but players are often worth more to their own team than they are to somebody else's team. But don't expect for a second somebody, like, don't get mad when someone doesn't value Nick Mullins or C.J. Beathard as much. I'm not, I'm not saying anyone's mad. But don't be surprised when people don't value C.J. Beathard as much as you do. But but I also think, guy, that John Lynch even said, yeah, the stats look pretty ugly, but we believe in, like, they're even saying, yeah, it's pretty ugly. Like, yeah, because we're talking about toughness kind of and leadership, John. We're talking about toughness and leadership. Is, is it Kyle that thinks he's worth something? Because I got news for you, Kyle. No one fucking wants him. Nobody does. Well, and then the and then the shitty teams 
like a team like the Bengals or Dolphins, they're not giving a late pick for a guy. Like they don't even care. They don't even mind losing. So half like there's a percentage of the crappy teams that like, yeah, we don't even care who our backup is. And then the good teams, you see the Eagles, what they do with Josh McCown? He was a high school coach. He was he retired, he's gonna be a high school coach. They're gonna fly him down. Like part of the, or whether he's gonna fly or they're gonna pay he didn't for the flight. Leave the, he didn't want to leave the kids high and dry. Yeah, he he is going to fly every Friday night. He's like he Tom Morris, De, uh, uh, Dennis Quaid from uh, the Rookie. Think about that guy every night. But it's like Herb Street. That's what Herb Street does. He flies home. Last year he was. Who would you rather so, have, jo- Josh McCown or Josh McCown? So they play on. So Fridays. What what's Fridays like football schedule usually? Like early morning meetings or something? Well, I mean, kids go to class. No, no, no. The NFL. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I think Friday is a pretty normal day. You're probably out of there by like three or four. I don't know where he's going. Like North Carolina. I don't know. I, I, I don't see. I haven't read enough into it. I don't know how logistically it's going to work. Because like, hey, what if Josh, hey, I need you to stay here. We got to work on something. Yeah. We're paying you, I don't know, $3 million. I don't know how much, uh, you know, South Carolina high school of the canyons is paying you but i'll promise you one thing if i'm jeffrey Lurie, i'm paying you more well and we need you he was the east texas where is this miles park high school he'll be on the sidelines every friday night uh in charlotte so that's charlotte makes it easy right So i bet a private jet from charlotte to philly maybe two hours but still there is some like you got to drive to the hangar you got to then get picked up at the hangar you got to get to the field You're, you're probably going to need a couple hours. <laughs> but, I mean, 7 o'clock kickoff, I bet if he lives Philly at 3, he could make it. But what if there's just a day when you he can't less. leave at 3? Maybe you go copter? You think they go copter? And then, you, and then you could, well, what about that thing they call it, the Saturday walkthrough? Like, then you come he's back. He's going to be like, back Saturday morning. So he's going to get up at the crack of dawn? He's going to be maybe, worn out? Yeah, or maybe he flies after the game. Last year, Herb Street used to go to the site of the game, and the pre, I mean, site of the pregame, Friday would fly to Nashville, watch his kids' games Friday night, fly back. John, he's on the air at 6 a.m. Pacific. Herb Street talks for a living, though. This guy might have to play an NFL game at quarterback. Yeah, but he might not. <laughs> but but you'd say with yeah, this but what, team, there's a decent you're right. chance. If Carson gets hurt week three, is he keeping this up? He can't then. Then it's over. <laughs> yeah, that's the other kicker. Um, Herb Street, to me, is always kind of like flown. And part of it, and anyone, the rich people will tell you, playing private's like, dry. it's not that hard. It's pretty. But there's easy. just a simple math of you. Yeah, you got to get like yeah. the football games are at seven o'clock at night, and he's and he's working by nine a.m. Eastern on Saturday somewhere else. Well, here's the other thing I'd ask. Well, how much time are you putting in the week to like game plan for the high school team? How do you have this much time? I would imagine not much. Okay, there's no way. Like he's he is not like his OC is taking care of that. He's got to be. If to you me, walk in and if if they walk into the quarterback meeting and like he you know when you're were you if you ever had an office job and you're like photocopy you're like printing out like airplane tickets for your vacation that weekend before anyone else is in on the company printer if they walk into the QB room and he's breaking down film of like Plano High Charlotte East then you see Doug like what are you doing they turn the film on and he forgot to like take his film out uh, oh man yeah. I... On a one just wing scale, this week. <clears throat> on a one to ten scale, what do you put CJ Beathard's value as? Well, let's just put it. The, the NFL has rounds, so let's say what would it be like? One you wouldn't seven. take a seventh rounder for him. 
right? Why why not? Well, I mean, well, I'm just saying, like bit. Kyle Shanahan, like they value him too much to trade him for a seventh. Like to me, the only way they would trade him is if like he's at the yard sale, and it's one of the things that's not on sale, but someone makes you a an offer that you can't refuse. But are you with me? His value is basically zero. Like I I can't see any team around the league liking him. Well, especially right now when there's like just go whatever. I'll just sign Cody Kessler. Yeah, or Kevin. I'm Hogan not giving you a fifth or a sixth. It doesn't exactly. even matter. Because the bottom line is, there's two types of quarterbacks, two types of backup quarterbacks, right? And there's not enough. There's not 32 of these guys. Two types. One, uh, I can survive three weeks with you if I'm a if I'm a, if I think I'm a playoff level team, I can survive a month with you, and I can't. Like, can I go three and one with you? No. So, like, there's only two types of guys. And then there's the teams that are like, well, if we're on this guy, we're probably screwed. You put any stock into Melvin Gordon firing, following everyone on the Niners? Yeah. Melvin is bad at being an agent and a GM. Not bad at being an agent. He's a bad GM. If you had to guess the best offer the Niners would make to the Chargers for Melvin Gordon, what would they offer? Well, let's see. A team that doesn't think they, thinks they can plug and play running backs? Yes, like, I don't care that Jerick McKinnon's But here would be the other thing. Why no. would I give you a pick when he's not going to show up? Because like, we're not going to pay him. Yeah, are you going to pay half like Bob has to too? He's going to pay. Se- he's paying seven million. Like Jadavion's going to play this year, right? How did that happen? How, how did he pay half? Josh Donaldson guy is having a sneaky massive year. He is. Uh, by the way, on the Niners, you'll like this. So I was talking to a guy who played in the NFL, okay, for really good organizations, and has since like coached with a number of organizations. Jason Garrett. No. He told me that the 49ers coaching staff is the best coaching staff like on the whiteboard he's ever been around. Now, he's like, now look, that's not bleeding a team. That's not motivating players. That's not picking players. That's not draft value. But that coaching staff is the best coaching staff on the whiteboard I've ever seen. And I'm just How telling you, you got to trust me that he's a high-level guy who's played for high-level coaches. Okay, I think I, I think I can put the piece. I know who – okay. He's yeah. like he's just gone there to, to yeah learn. been been around a number of, yep been around a number, just gone and learned with a number of but 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 I would say like that's that's cool I mean that's strong but I would say most people kind of talk about him like that yeah right? well but he, he wasn't like saying like it means they're gonna win he's like that's different than leading a team yeah or I don't think sure anyone disputes that Kyle and like his three little minions that kind of look like me and you combined aren't like super geniuses with a pen in their hand on a whiteboard. With fucking Kittle, McGlinchey, and Jimmy looking at him, right? Like I just those get guys wide open. Like they can do that till the cows come home. I, if anything, that's like the one thing that's holding where you can't really like this sucks. You're like, I think these guys are geniuses. Well, it's time to start. And that's where I get to this game and this season, where I do think Peter King would say, "Listen, Peter King's probably talking to 50 guys like that, right? Of just other coaches. Like, hey, I've been around Kyle. I've been around Little McDaniel's and all of some of his minions. And like these guys are sharp." Even the guy that said, which the quote pisses me off, when you say our offense makes quarterbacks, not the other way around. Like, mm-hmm. this is the NFL, buddy. Uh, ask any coach ever worth their salt, from Pat Riley to Belichick. For the most part, good players make coaches in all sports. And a combination. I'm not saying. Doesn't it feel like, though, matter. in 2019, if there's a position that co- more coaches are making than ever, it, it is kind of feels like it's quarterback? Yeah, but did you see Coward had a tweet, like, a half into the Saturday morning. He's like, it's remarkable. You just flip around the games, the how well coaches, or I mean quarterbacks, high school quarterbacks, because so many true freshmen and redshirt freshmen are now starting all over college football. 
that you see like 18 and 19 year olds, like you just flip on Nebraska, true sophomore, all these guys. Mm. And just he's, his quote was like, how ready all these kids are. And it kind of makes sense, right, from the, all these camps but, and all the shit they do. Yeah. See, I kind of think it's a, that's a result of coaches co- having offenses that are more simplified, that are more made for players to immediately just make plays. Maybe. Not maybe. I don't know if they're easier. I'm not saying that. But just the coaches are almost making, helping them make the decisions ahead of time. Yeah, because you know, more air, just more me. air raid offenses. W- would just you more say stuff is, like, it, would you consider air raid check with me, where the quarterback looks over and gets the call? Is that what Leach does? No, Leach gives them a play, and then it's the quarterback. The quarterback can change the play at the line. The thing is, there's like eight plays, but the quarterback <laughs> Leach actually. Plays. There was a great thing in the Athletic the other day about yeah. Why do you think it takes two days to install it? Um, how, do, how do they? run all over people if they only have eight plays. How can people not stop the eight plays? Well, other than Washington, I mean, ask, like, did you watch SC? Like, guys are just open all the time. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, you're just throwing a spe- – you're just getting guys into a spot. Like, if you read the Mike Lee – What was a great the score Mike of the Leach. game you called? 58-3? to Seven. When was the seven? Uh, running back fumbled at the two. The quarterback picked it up and scored. Like late in the game or early? no no early New Mexico State actually has a solid quarterback. Okay, you just get you just make a few mistakes and Washington State runs away from you. Packed house, a good crowd. A few uh, you know students are out of town a little bit this weekend, but who do they crowd. play this week? Northern Colorado. God, I mean, Leach but John. Here, so their quarterback had no offers coming out of high school. Goes to a junior college is going to gray shirt. Goes to Washington State after one year at JC. Sits for three years. Comes out, goes 22 or 23 for 330 and five touchdowns in the first half on Saturday. Now, it's New Mexico State, but. Yeah, I, I mean, 22 I'm or 23 saying, in the like, first half. I think part bad. of what's happening is, like, I think the coaches are creating. I think there's more and more coaches. It's not, all right, pro style, here's the 17 things you have to look for before every snap. Well, to me, then it just speaks, like, okay, these guys are a high, high. I mean, we're talking about these guys as they're as good as it gets, like it's time to win then. Because if you're that big of a fucking genius, you eventually figure it out. Yeah. You, you just do. And that's where I'm going to be cool, and you're always being like how it looks. Like, I, I'm done with how it looks. Like, it should start looking good. Well, you know? here's the thing. If Jimmy's healthy, it can't look good and be good. If yeah. it looks good, it should be good. Yeah, you right. should be able to win 9, 10 games because that's what good coaches do. They just win. That's the great part about football. Yeah, like, I, look, know, I I think after watching the preseason, it's it can't look good and be like moral victory, but the record's bad. I don't think it can after watching. Well, the especially preseason. like week one, I saw uh, Mayoko wrote the players that he thought were going to be inactive this week, and Bosa mm-hmm. wasn't one of them. So he thinks that Bosa's going to play, and obviously if, if, if Bosa plays and D Ford plays with Buckner and all these cats, so you got the defensive line and you got Jimmy. Like, you, this is a big fucking game. Yeah. Honestly, two of the – I mean, I, I don't know if the Raiders-Broncos that big of a game, but the Niners – because if the Niners are losing to Tampa, I, I ain't talking about them like a playoff team. It's just that simple. Yeah. Now, maybe they'll earn it later in the season. When right, but in off, terms but, of the first yeah. week's reaction, absolutely. No, I think you've been saying that for a while, and, and you've convinced me on that. Mainly because I've watched Tampa a couple times in the preseason, and I think they stink, guy. Okay? Because their offensive line is atrocious. Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat. 
founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.